Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening from. This is Fred and O Podcast and I'm your host, the Happy of God's High. The Word of God says this is the day the Lord has made. We would all rejoice and be glad in it. And it is written, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise, 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 praise the Lord. And um, there's so much to be grateful for. And I hope you and your loved ones, you're doing well. I hope you're keeping fine. And I hope you've been having a wonderful month so far. I know a lot is happening all around us and in our personal lives, in our communities. Uh, My prayer is that the Lord will continue to be your shepherd. And the Lord will continue to meet you at the point of your needs. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Welcome to part two of this month's uh, podcast uh, message. And um, for those who are just joining in for the very first time, you're very, very welcome. And um, you've made the right decision to come and, and you know, support and also join the family. So welcome to the family. And also, I just want to take this moment to just appreciate everyone who's been supporting with love, with prayers, with words of encouragement. Uh, I pray the Lord richly bless you. And um, also, I just want to also, you know, would like to go over what to expect uh, for this uh, part two of the podcast discussion. However, before I dive into that, I would like us to start off with an opening prayer. Let's pray. Mighty God, we just want to say thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We honor and worship your holy and mighty name, O God. Lord, we thank you for such a time as this, O God. For it is written, in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Lord, I just commit today's uh, podcast discussion, the message, O God. Lord, I pray that you be glorified, you be exalted, and you you alone, O God, be heard throughout this message in the name of Jesus. I pray for hearts and minds, O God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, O God, that you, O Lord, would reveal yourself to everyone that will listen to this podcast at real time and even in the future. And Lord, I just pray, O God, that every heart, every mind, everyone who's going to be listening to this podcast is going to receive divine touch. I pray for lives will be transformed, destinies will be turned around for good. I pray there will be refreshing, revival, reawakening. And Lord, I pray that you alone be glorified in each and everyone's life in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit divine, we invite you, O God, just take absolute control, God, and move mightily in the hearts, in the mind, and in the lives of each and every one of us in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for answers to prayer. It is written, the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. We pray, let there be light in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. I am so, so excited for what God has in store for you um, in this part two of this month podcast discussion. And I just want to, you know, encourage you to just get ready, be expectant, and just, you know, be ready to receive. 
And um, so before we dive into the podcast message, I would just like to just go over, um, you know, the topic we have discussed at the beginning of the month and also just a little bit of, you know, some expectations uh, as well. So this month, the anchor topic is it's not too late. And um, we had a part one uh, a few weeks ago, and this is the part two. And um, for every month's podcast discussion, there is also our um, anchor scripture. And for this month, there are two anchor scriptures. And uh, the first one is Philippians chapter 4, verse 9, 19, which goes uh, by, uh, but my Lord shall supply all of my needs. And I want you to personalize that to yourself. But my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And the second um, anchor scripture is from Isaiah chapter 60, uh, the verse 22, uh, the B part. Hide the Lord will make it happen. And another translation of Bible version says, Hide the Lord will make it happen. And the Lord will hasten it. So, and that is very powerful. And I believe that is just a message for someone uh, to just remind you that whatever it is you're believing God for, even the things that your heart is yet to conceive, God is able to hasten it. And God is able to make it happen. Because God is faithful. God is a good good father God's plans for you are good and um, also uh, we um, you know discussed and brought up some life lessons from our Bible character uh, reference for the month and that is the widow of Zarephath and our encounter with uh, the prophet Elijah so the Bible reference uh, for this you know uh, Bible character or the Bible scripture basically is from First Kings chapter 17. And I really want to encourage you, if you missed last week or, you know, if you're just, you know, joining the family, the Faith and Hope family for the first time, please uh, avail yourself with last week's podcast and um, last two weeks, you know, my apologies. And you will be richly blessed because it helps you build, you know, the pre-context of, you know, the uh, the from the part one and you're able to enjoy you know, and, and have a better understanding and enjoy um, the message in this part too. And also, if you've missed the previous month's podcast messages, uh, please avail yourself. And I believe you'll be richly blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, um, in the last uh, podcast message for this month, I read the Bible uh, passage um reference which is first kings uh chapter 17 and i started reading from the verse 7 and um to i think it's uh a letter part of it which is the 15 verse 15 so uh to 16 basically but i just want to encourage you again and implore you to please go and um read the entire bible chapter for yourself because I believe there's a special word just for you 
because uh, the encounter the widow of Zarephath had with the prophet Elijah, you know, turned their life around for good. And, you know, there are so many, so many lessons and, you know, so, so much that you will be blessed with just by reading and meditating on that Bible verse because the same God that did it for the widow of Zarephath is still the same God today and it's still the same God forever. So he can do that which you're believing for. He can he can turn things around. God is able to do exceedingly. God is able to, you know, help with regards to that difficult, tough, challenging, you know, situation that you might be going through at the moment. So I I believe that you will be richly blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So uh just to summarize um you know that Bible uh chapter or the the part that was owned in uh as of the last you know uh podcast message. So uh this is a story of a widow who was already at a wit's hand and basically um, there was famine, you know, in the, in in that city, and uh, for the condition of that widow, she was, you know, um, preparing herself and her son to just have their last meal, and you know, because they don't have any sauce uh, to either have um, food or or someone that can help. You know, they've come to that resolve that, you know, they might just die after they've had their last meal because, you know, um, there was serious hunger and farming uh, situation in that town. However, um, even in that state, God was mindful of what was happening to the widow and 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 with that, God you know, divinely orchestrated and sent a prophet, Elijah, and gave him instructions to go to um, this city and also asked him that he would be connected to a widow. And with prophet Elijah's diligence, he was... um, connected to the widow he met the widow at the well you know he asked for water and then you know uh he asked for a meal as you know god gave him the instructions uh, and the spirit of god you know just divinely had everything you know in place because it's a different thing if you know if the spirit of god had not gone ahead to just go and set you know, all the next step because the widow um, obeyed and also um, made that decision because she does not know Elijah and she could have probably just, you know, run for the hills or even decided to just ignore uh, what the the prophet Elijah asked of her to prepare a meal um, because she, w- she was in a very you know, difficult uh, season of for herself or difficult time for herself. They don't they don't have any means of of how they're gonna have any food again. However, because the spirit of God had gone ahead to just you know set 
things in place. She also responded and obeyed and took action, right? It's a different thing when, you know, um, you're being instructed or the Spirit of God gives you the leading to do something. And then it's also another step um, required for the action, right? And which, you know, in this case, the widow um, made the decision to, to take action and, and make, you know, the meal for the prophet. So in in that Bible chapter, the Word of God, you know, helps us to, to understand that, you know, as she took that step, the prophet Elijah, you know, spoke a word that they would never lack, you know, food to eat. I'm just paraphrasing. So with that being said, our, our situation was turned around for good. And just that one encounter, you know, brought about restoration. So I just want to take a moment to just pause now. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what as it's been like a dry or 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 brought or, or looks like a valley has brought tears to your eyes or has brought, you know, um, this very heavy heart and you do not know how or when things would change. You've tried everything within your capacity and it's still like, you know, nothing is is moving or changing with regards to the situation. I just want to encourage you with the word of the Lord today. Just like the widow of Zerophite, that God came into our situation by using uh, Prophet Elijah to to do a miraculous thing in our life. I pray that you will encounter God. Like God will send help for you. Because God sent help to her. And her life never remained the same. I pray the Lord will send help to you. The Lord will encourage you. The Lord will shift things in your favor. The Lord will go ahead of you. And begin to make lines to fall into pleasant places for you. In Jesus name. And. Another thing I just want to use this moment to just um, also pull from, you know, with the summary of, you know, this Bible character story that I just quickly, um, you know, went over is that even when you're going through really tough and difficult times, um, I encourage you to magnify God. Magnify God above the situation. Magnify God, you know, above that heartache, that burden, that, you know, um, impossible situation. To you, it looks impossible. To you, it is impossible because that's the reality of what's happening to you. The word of God in Luke chapter 1 verse 37 is written, With God nothing shall be impossible. So I pray that the God of possibilities will come in and be glorified in your life over that situation in Jesus' name. And I want to encourage that even when you might not see anything yet, 
know that God is working. Know that God is able. As long as you put your trust, your hope, your faith in God, and continue to press into God and continue to declare God the word of God and not get tired and don't give up because the devil might come and whisper lies or even you might be feeling just faint because you you're you've you've done all that you can but I'm I just want to encourage you that when you pressing into God and leaning to the help of God you you can draw strength you can you can be renewed daily you can receive grace to just keep on keeping on and the word of god says god's god's grace is sufficient for his strength is made perfect in your weakness so even when you're feeling so weak tired and just almost to the point of exhaustion god is able to make all grace abound towards you that even when you are at that lowest point god is able to renew your strength and release the grace to keep on and i pray that the lord will make all grace abound towards you at every season at every point in life in jesus name amen amen and um so i'll be going to the next lesson from um this bible character you know story and the second uh lesson that you know really um brought a, a lot of thought in my mind is that you know with the story um, of this widow of Zarephath, she left a legacy a legacy of faith that we're now referencing to today this is thousands of years when you know this encounter with prophet elijah happened but we're referencing you know the story today we're referencing our testimony today and that is a beautiful legacy. So I just want to encourage you that, you know, in every season that we're in, in life, I know when you're, when you're pushed to the wall, when things are tough, you know, you might want to do something or say something or, you know, your emotions might want to get the best out of you just saying, you know, the positive but even when you're going through the worst of the worst situation, I encourage you to keep looking on to Jesus. To keep on looking on to Jesus. I know it's easier said than done, but I encourage you to keep looking on to Jesus because, you know, your testimony will be that even though I did not know how things were going to change or move, I still held on to God. I still stayed and pressed into God. I still, you know, continue to declare God's word, God's promises over the situation. And, you know, it takes um, a life or a lifestyle, basically, of faith, exercising your faith daily, right? So it, it it starts from now 
And that's a decision you can make to like, okay, I'm going to choose to trust God. I'm going to start building my faith in God by reading the word of God, listening to edifying messages, songs, spending time in God's presence. And, you know, one of the ways I just wanted to, to look at is the people you have relationship with. What are the things that you do? You know, you make sure you communicate with them. You make sure you spend quality time with them. You make sure you say good things that will, will bring, you know, a smile to their face or something that would make them feel good. And our relationship with God requires intentionality. So just the same way you're intentional about your relationship with people that you care about, I, I, I encourage you to do the same with your relationship with God. Because the more you know God, the more you know you grow in your confidence, in your faith in God, and the more you, you grow as as you become as you're becoming everything that God has destined you to be. Because the plans the Lord has for you, they are good. They are good plans. God can be trusted. People might have disappointed you. People might have failed you. People might have broken your heart. People might have, you know, caused you a lot of pain. I know it's not easy. But with God's grace, you're able to overcome. And I want you to shift, you know, that mindset. And and shift your mindset to, to that that you you see God in the entirety of who God is. God is good. People might have done bad to you. God is good. And God is good all the time. And even even if you're 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 fighting it, I want you to make that decision in your heart. And, and continue to confess it. God is good. Even though things are happening around me. God is good. God is faithful. God is kind. God is loving. Because this builds. You know your inner resolve. Knowing that. No matter what comes. At you. God is good. And God got you. And. This leads to the second lesson, um, you know, that I also, you know, picked from this story is that, you know, the power of faith over fear, because if the widow of Zarephath had, you know, decided to like, okay, I'm so afraid there's famine that my reality is, this is our last meal. I don't want to take chances. Who is the strange, you know, man that calls himself a prophet or you know, that is telling me that God, you know, sent me to you. She she could have just allowed fear to just make her just not take any action or even give audience to Prophet Elijah. But she exercised, you know, an act of faith. And she took it further in taking action in actually preparing the meal right so so the power of faith it's it's very very you know um 
big, you know, it's it's huge because when when you exercise faith or you allow faith to to work out, you know, or or you 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 allow faith to be your your guide even in in a situation that, you know, fear and doubt might tell you to do otherwise. But when you allow faith to override your fear and your doubts, the outcome is always amazing. The outcome it's it brings glory to God. So and and faith is an act of obedience because you're you're being God. You know, and for example, you're in a difficult situation or you're going through challenges right now and, you know, you're owning unto God that and by declaring God's word, you know, and just believing God that things have shifted in your favor. That is an act of obedience because you can easily just shift your focus on like, oh, this, this is a, a, a difficult situation happening. You know, you're, you're thinking of all the worst and just allowing the situation to just you know take you know precedence over you however when you shift your focus to God and allow faith to to take lead and and allow faith to just to just be you know to be your guide basically it definitely makes a huge difference you know, on how you are handling, you know, the the challenge or the situation that you're in. And, you know, honestly, I know fear can be strong. However, it takes the help of God and, you know, asking God for help, even when you're facing fear and, you know, making deliberate steps even if you have to call someone to pray for you or to pray with you or just even you know just asking God to just help you and another thing that I would also encourage that has really helped me is you feeding your faith so what are you taking in? You eat food, you drink water, you know, you take care of, you know, things around you. Faith also has to continually be fed. It's like a muscle, right? You're trying to get feed, you're trying to be healthy, you're trying to make some good, you know, uh, decisions about maybe the food you eat, your health, and the list goes on. Likewise, with faith, you have to take care of it. You have to be intentional. You have to feed your faith with the Word of God. You have to listen to edifying messages. Spend time to meditate. Spend time with other like-minded believers. You know, be in or be with the association of people that will be speaking words of life over you. Right? So, that is how you build your faith and you have to declare it with your mouth as well. Declare God's word over yourself, over your situation and pray and spend time with God. And you might be thinking, okay, this is looking like a lot. 
honestly, just take it one day at a time. And I believe the most important is when your heart is open and you're asking God daily to help you. And you're not leaning on your own understanding or your own strength or your own capacity. When you lean on God, you would see the miraculous in your life. You would see how your faith will continue to grow. So I encourage you to stay faith-filled. Because it's very powerful. And it will help you even not just when you're going through challenges, but even in your everyday life, when you stay faith-filled and when you feed your faith. So another lesson I just want to pull out very quickly is, you know, I did talk about, you know, hospitality in the last uh, part one or last mes- uh, podcast message for this month. And I just want to, you know, touch on that as well. You do not know when and if your blessing is connected to your act of giving, service, and hospitality. And it takes, you know, the effort of looking beyond yourself, of, you know, really being aware of what's happening with people around you, or even within your spaces of or spheres of influence. And you might not be able to help everyone that comes around you, but just really letting the Holy Spirit help you, you know, and letting God, you know, lead you. You you would see the opportunity would come that you would be a blessing to someone, that you would be of help. And honestly, it doesn't have to be something really big. Because most times when, you know, um, people think about, oh, I don't have much. I'm just also even managing. I'm going through a lot. That is absolutely fine. You know, it could be a message, a kind, thoughtful message. It could be, you know, praying for someone even without them knowing. It could be you praying and letting a person know. It could be a smile. It could be just wishing someone well. You know, even it's even start from your heart condition. It could also be that even making time out for someone, you know, and you might think it's so small. They all count. So I encourage you to look beyond yourself. And as we're approaching, you know, the end of the year, December is coming, there will be opportunities for you to be a blessing to someone, for you to do good to someone. It could be very small. It doesn't have to be big. It might not have to be a financial act. But whatever you have within your capacity you know do well to do good because you just never know what is tied or connected to your blessing or to what God has for you and you know even the word of God says that you know you keep sowing seeds so I believe that even when you do 
um, things in love, in kindness, uh, when you do good to others, there are seeds you're sowing and you just don't know when you would reap your reward. You don't know when those seeds will germinate and blossom and flourish that your harvest will come. You know, there are times, uh, I don't know if you've, if you've had situations where you meet some people and, you know, you're just experiencing one blessing after the other. And yes, prayer and some all other things might would be a factor to them experiencing all those blessings. But you don't know even the seeds that they've sown in the past or the seeds that they are sowing presently that they might not mention that nobody's aware of. You just don't know. And, you know, God is, he sees, he knows, and is a rewarder. Everyone who follows the principle of sowing reaps the harvest. Anyone. So I really encourage you to be intentional, you know, in the way you relate with people. It could even be as simple as that. You know, not allowing whatever you're going through to always be the, you know, the garment you're wearing, the look you're wearing, the mood you're, you are, the attitude you are. You know, all of that does matter, even the way you treat people. So I really encourage you just, you know, learning from the widow of Zarephath, how she even attended to Prophet Elijah when they met Um and gave him audience and just really showed act of good. I encourage you that that can also be modeled. That can also become your lifestyle, my lifestyle. And it does take the grace of God. Because, yeah, not every time that you might be so, you know, um, in that mood. But the grace of God will help you. That you can be good or show kindness or show love or act in love in, or, or even be, you know, that be kind of light to someone else. So I encourage you uh, when opportunities come for you to be a blessing, please do well to do what you can by the help of God within your capacity and the Lord will richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And also, in addition to helping people um, in this time that we're in, it could be just information, right? So it could be as, as, as small as that by just sharing something that can be of help to someone. So keep that in mind. And I just want to encourage you and let you know God loves you. God cares about you. Just like the widow of Zarephath, you know, God loves her and 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 even in a difficult situation or season or state god sent help to her and i believe that you're alive because god is not done with you yet god has not finished writing you know the story of your life there is even there is there are more chapters of your life that is yet to manifest. So I want you to trust God no matter what you're going through and believe that God has great plans for you 
and your best is yet to come. Another um, thing I just want to mention is that, you know, even after meditating on the story of uh, the widow of Zarephath, you know, there's no hopelessness in God. And, you know, it might sound like, oh, yeah, you don't know what I'm going through. I do can not imagine what you're going through or I can I can't imagine you know what you're going through um however what I can say that in God there is hope in God there is breakthrough in God there is possibilities in God there is grace in God you are able to overcome in God there is refuge in God there is abundance there is supply all of all of your needs in God there is direction in God there is comfort in God there is unlimited resource and God's timing is always perfect. You know, the word of God says it makes all things beautiful in his time. So you might be going through a lot. And like I just said, I might not be able to have a, a knowing of what you're going through. But God knows. God sees you. And is mindful of you. And I'm just going to be wrapping up to just let you know that just like the widow of Zerophat, God is interested in everything that consigns you. You know, the story of the widow of Zerophat is a testament that God is able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask, think, or imagine. God is dependable. God can be trusted. God is good and he does good. And God loves you. And I just want to also add that even in the difficult challenges you're going through or even as life happens, be gentle on yourself. Be gracious on, to yourself. Be forgiving to yourself as well. You might have made a mistake or made a wrong decision or took you know, the wrong step on something or or just whatever that may look like. I want you to know that that is not the end. These are events that have happened in your life. Or, or it's an event that is happening in your life. But that does not write you off. That does not make it the end of everything about your life. God's plans for you, they are good. They are plans of hope. They are plans of a wonderful future and a happy ending. So, as we continue on to the rest of the year, countdown to Christmas and even the end of the year, I just want to encourage you with the word of God that's in Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 the better better is the end of a thing than its beginning thereof 
and in Romans 8.20, it says, All things are working together for good to them that love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. So you have a part to play that's loving the Lord, trusting God, putting your eyes, looking unto Jesus, and be intentional in your relationship with God daily. And believe God for possibilities. Believe God for miracles. Believe God for abundance. Because God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. God is not late. And I just want to let you know, it's not too late. Like the widow of Zarephath, it was not too late. God sends prophet Elijah just right on time to help her to speak into a situation to to restore and you know you might feel oh well my situation is beyond that you know and and I don't think maybe anything good no don't write yourself off Circumstance might be, you know, saying what it's saying, which is not the word of God. Peers, people around you, social media, and the list goes on and on. Might say their own conclusion. However, I just want to encourage you, do not accept that because that is not God's promise towards you. That Those are not God's thoughts towards you. Those are false narrative. And I just want to encourage you, it's not over. Magnify God above every situation you're going through or you might even experience. God sees you. God cares about you. Do not lose hope. Keep holding on to faith and hope. And believe God. That God's best for you is yet to come. And you are loved. Amen. Amen. And I just want to use this moment to just ask anyone who wants to experience more of God's love. Who wants to know God more. Or who has, if you are at a crossroad right now, that you just, you just need God in your life. You can make a decision. Because God is knocking at the door of your heart. And all you have to do is by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And this is a free gift that he has given to us, the gift of salvation. And I'm just going to say a short prayer. And you can repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe I am saved. I surrender my life to you. I am a child of God. I am loved. And my life is changed for good. Amen. 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 Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, Jesus, 
is a new creature. All things are passed away and the new has come. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have life everlasting. You are loved. You are valued. God cares about you. God sees you. God is mindful of you. And God wants the best for you. And your best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to say thank you and um, I, I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been uplifted and encouraged. And I pray that you continue to encounter God and God will continue to reveal more of himself to you daily in Jesus' mighty name. So I just want to let you know that next month will be amazing and I'm so excited for what God has in store for us, even though it's a few weeks from now and I want you to stay ready get excited you know set your reminder you know make sure you follow like share with your friends and family if you know you've been blessed and just you know I want you to just continue to press into God above everything else God loves you keep holding on to faith open love above all stay connected to God have a blessed day have a blessed week till next time Presence.